Hey, y'all. Welcome back to our series on Our Family Prayer. That is the Our Father. And today, we're going to begin our descent into the petitions of the Our Father. Almost the whole prayer is made up of petitions, of things for which we are asking God. There are seven of them, seven petitions. And if you remember from a few days ago, from Monday, I think it was day one, St. Thomas Aquinas teaches us that Jesus, in the Our Father, teaches us not only for what we ought to ask, but also in which order we ought to ask for it. As we've begun our journey through the Our Father, I've been referencing the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Uh, did, did you know that there is a book that has a summary of all the teachings of the Catholic Church? It isn't that long. It's just like 500 pages or so. It has a summary of all the church teachings. And not only that, but in the footnotes, it tells you where the teaching is rooted in the Bible or in the tradition of the church. Remember in the Bible, St. Paul says that the church is the pillar and bulwark of the truth. And so the Bible is given to us as revelation and the church is given to us to interpret that revelation and to uh, hand on the preaching of the apostles, the sacred tradition, uh, even if it may not be contained in sacred scripture. So the Catechism of the Catholic Church is the is this book, and I've been uh, following the Catechism as we've begun to speak about the Our Father. And today, I would actually like to just read to you what the Catechism says about the first three petitions, because frankly, it's so beautiful, I, I, I can't say it any better. This is paragraph number 2803 in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. After we have placed ourselves in the presence of God, our Father, to adore and to love and to bless Him, the spirit of adoption stirs up in our hearts seven petitions, seven blessings. So already the Catechism is teaching us that the petitions come from who we are. The petitions come from whose we are. It is very, very important that we say our Father first. Because it is in realizing our identity as adopted sons and daughters of God. It is in realizing that we have been given this gift, not a right, but a privilege, not something due to us, but a gift. We've been given this gift of being able to call God our Father, and therefore we have been given this gift to ask Him for things, to present Him petitions as His children. So the petitions flow straight out of the first two words, our Father. The Catechism continues. The first three draw us toward the glory of the Father. The last four, as, always, as ways towards Him, commend our wretchedness to His grace. Deep calls to deep. The first series of petitions, this first three, carries us toward Him for His own sake. Remember the first three petitions? Our Father who art in heaven, Thy name be hallowed, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I know when we say it in English, we usually say hallowed be thy name, but a better way to translate the Greek would be to simply to say thy name be hallowed. You hear the parallelism? Thy name be hallowed, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The first three petitions directly relate to God. Just like, the first three commandments 
of the Ten Commandments directly relate to God. And you won't be surprised to know that in a few days, we'll get to the last four petitions which relate to us, just like the last six commandments relate to us and our relationship with our neighbor. So these first three petitions, this first series, turn us toward God for his own sake. Why? Listen, this is very, very important. It is characteristic of love to think first of the one whom we love. In none of the three petitions do we mention ourselves. The burning desire, even anguish, of the beloved Son for His Father's glory seizes us. Wow. We are seized by Jesus' desire, which has now become our desire, for our Father to be glorified. We are seized by love. We are enraptured by love. We are taken out of ourselves in love. And we can only focus on the God whom we love, on the God who first loves us. He loves you. He created you. He redeemed you. He adopted you as his son, as his daughter. He is your father. So now work for his name to be seen as holy. Now work for his kingdom to come. Now work for his will to be done. Work and pray, my brothers and sisters, because you are enraptured by love of the God who has loved you first. And let these petitions strengthen us. Maybe you don't feel too in love with God today. Maybe you, you feel confused or maybe you feel abandoned or maybe you're just tired. Then say the words. You've said them all your life. Hey, Jesus, I can't say these words with a whole lot of feeling right now, but I love you, so I'm going to say the words. Remember, love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. That our Father teaches us not only for what we ought to pray, but in what order we ought to pray for it. And the first, the first part of that order is that we are always enraptured by the love of God first. Before we think about ourselves, we think about God. Before we think about ourselves, we think about God's other children. We love Him because He first loves us. And when we do so, the catechism says, by these first three petitions, we are strengthened in faith, filled with hope, and set aflame by charity. I don't know if you feel strengthened in faith, or if you feel filled with hope, or if you feel set aflame by charity, but I beg you, whether you do or you don't, keep praying. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Keep praying. Keep asking. Amen.